Welcome to Dead House Whispers. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. I am Calypso, and welcome to another episode of Dead House Whispers. As always, I am joined by my other host, Faceless Mike. Greetings, hello, and welcome. And today we have a special guest uh, yep. once again, um, and you, uh, Joey, Joey Sorless. Yes. Hello, everyone. Yes, that's yeah. correct. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome. Welcome to Dead House Whispers, uh, Joey. Uh, how are you today? How's it going? I'm doing great. I'm doing uh, very well today, actually. I just got some uh, organiza organization done in my room, so... Excellent. <laughs> Always good to be organized. Really nice. Yeah. Organized. <laughs> and we'll start this off for anyone that didn't know, and if you didn't, shame on you. This is our niche that you've all been dying to see for so long. Yes. And what we wanted to ask, we'll just start from the beginning before we get right into all the all the cool stuff because we we nearly started oversharing right before we got started. We got into all yeah. the excited stuff before we went live. But wind it back to the start, Joey. How did you get into the voice acting side of things and what did you do at the start of your career? Um, so I when I've been doing this stuff since I was a kid with my brother. We'd always like just throw voices and characters back and forth. We'd it was we'd always use our imaginations a lot. Um, and that was just always a thing that was ingrained in me. And I kind of knew what I wanted to do uh when I got out of high school and stuff. And as soon as I got out, I I just started looking for a coach and a studio and stuff. And I started in commercial stuff and I did an Alice Cooper scratch off contest um, commercial that aired in Arizona. <laughs> you remember and anything about that? I, I played one of the, it was like, it was about two teenagers and they were talking back and forth to each other. And I was kid number two i was the one being like oh you got the alice cooper scratch off contest thing it was i don't remember what i said but it was along those yeah. lines then um it took a while but I, I kept working like nine to fives and stuff and just slowly getting my outreach networking getting demos taking classes and stuff and yeah it's been it's been a while and i'm it's it's an ever-going process so yeah, it's just networking, making friends, learning and stuff. But it's been about 10 years or so I've been doing this. I think it that's was according awesome. to Matt. That's how, that's how long it takes before it starts. Yeah, you see like a 10-year <laughs> return on your investment, they say, right? <laughs> that's yeah. when it gets, it gets going. So like you knew right off the bat, it's like, this is me. I am the character actor because like that's the way you got into it and all like that. So like there was no introduction. That was just always you. Well, I'll tell you the introduction. It, the introduction was movies, and it was the cast list at the end. And I was like, when I was little, I was a weird kid, man. I was when I was like two, three. I I was like making my parents stay to be like, I want to watch the credits because I want to see who's who. And yeah. I would memorize the names, and I would do this for so long. And then when I was like five years old, I was watching a movie with my dad, and I was like, Is that Denzel Washington? He was like, oh, Yeah wow <laughs> and that was just the thing and it kind of built from there i should say um and yeah just learning what these people do it's like you guys get to escape to these like worlds and stuff and that's your job <laughs> so I, I figured that out pretty early playing pretend must be fun mm -hmm. hey you get paid to play pretend 
Yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good job. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, do you you said you've been doing this for 10 years? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to your IMDB. Um, oh, already been there. He's been quite one. a nice, he's got a quite a nice resume. It's a bit yeah. of a list, yeah. Something, <laughs> something that I, I personally like to do is look up the IMDBs of people because you know, because then you can think back and like, oh yeah, that was this guy or that guy that I saw in X or Y movie, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. or, I still like, laugh oh, at yeah, Chris Sharp's answer to that when I was like, you done this, did I? <laughs> yeah, right. like so go check my own imdb um and then you know you get to uh you get to like rack up your credits obviously and then like be like oh yeah okay i recognize that voice i know that voice yada 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 and right <laughs> yeah. here off the top of the bat it says x-men the audio drama which just sounds cool i didn't oh, yeah. even know that was a thing um yeah. that's awesome dude power, power Rangers, hell yeah dude tell, tell us about the x-men i want to hear about x-men I'll tell you about both, actually. Um, X-Men, I um, played two characters. I took over for... Um, I forgot their name. I'm so Ooh, we have Dennison. Hey, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, I play Colossus, and I also play Hank McCoy. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's in X-Men, the audio drama. It's it's that sort of so like... A, it's, it's the telling of the comic stories uh just a little bit of a retelling though to like fix certain things but power yeah. rangers the audio drama is basically like you, you ever like what like watch power rangers like oh man what if this was like for adults like yeah like in this so this is it's a more grounded take there's like the kids curse sometimes like there's death there's civilian casualties mm. really adult themes in this and i, I play tommy oliver in that so tommy that's rad, dude that's yeah. rad that's so that's cool. class yeah my yeah. fave <laughs> oh come on he was he was a lot of people's faves joey you, oh, yeah. you landed yeah. the right yeah. role you got the right role yeah so. yeah it's, it's like <laughs> it's more from time one. yeah <laughs> <laughs> worked out with that one that's good that's good i'm waiting um, for calypso to get to the parts in the list go on yeah, no, I'm still going. I mean, you got Hunt Show down here with the Butcher's Cleaver, one of my personal favorites. Okay, he's been dying time. to get into that. Let's just I, indulge Calypso. I, I am, I am. Sorry, Let's do sorry. Hunt Show down. No, 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 <laughs> Let's go do on. We do this so, every time. Go on. Let's do so, Hunt yes, Show down. Uh, I am correct in that Joey is in Hunt Showdown. He is the Butcher's Cleaver. If you watch this or if I shared this in a hunt group in the future, um, this is the Butcher's Cleaver. He's in it for five minutes, but all those five minutes are great. Um, unfortunately, he's dead now. For this one. On, you can catch um, me in them uh, trailers for the game, too. Behold, a mere insult to the true power of the sculptor. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, uh, immediately, I think, as a Hunt Showdown fan, um, I think it's really cool that they've started to use voice acting now because, like, the first, yeah. first couple of years, it was just everybody was quiet. There was, it was just silent protagonists everywhere and all the trailers, but they all had really good music. Mm -hmm. And now we have voice acting and, you know, you're in some of the trailers and um, some other voice actors and stuff are, and they're all really good. George, even George is in, is in the last couple of trailers yeah. doing the narration. Everything is this coolest thing. Yeah, like his voice. Is I always want them. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wish that they would like, like dead house and like hunt. I wish that, the writers like Dennis and 
and whoever writes Hunt would just quit give video games for a while and write novels <laughs> because the lore is so good. <laughs> like, dude, it is, dude. You have you're you like, dude. I'll put some of the Butcher's Cleaver stuff in post, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's so good, man. It's so cool that you're the butcher and that you're here. Yeah, yeah, and you're the lich too, which is even great. We'll get what to I, that. What in I love <laughs> is like I've done some character stuff in regards to horror and all like that, Joey. But like listening to how easy you slip in to your characters and all like that is actually unbelievably impressive. Oh, I've got thank to meet you. A few, I've got to meet a few, like, I'm not going to name drop or anything because I don't like doing stuff like that, but like at doing horror conventions, I've met some actors who are both like um, CG, like characters and monsters and all like that. And then people who you probably know from quite famous series and, if you ask them, like when you're just chit chatting, it's like, are you able to like get into characters? Like, it takes a few minutes. Maybe I have to prep my voice and all like that. Joey's just like, boom, well, oh, wow. <laughs> like Joey, Joey just fucking bang into it, man. That's that's <laughs> impressive, sir. It is very thank amazing. you, thank you so much. Yeah, I love doing it. <laughs> I love freaking people out with it. Sometimes I actually, um, my partner, she uh, she'll be sitting there, um, and uh, I play Krampus in a video game. And uh, sometimes I'll bust it out and be like, hello, darling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. If so, you're not so doing that publicly cool. to mess with people, is there even a point? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. You got to go to Star go to Starbucks and put on a weird yes, voice and, and just order that way. You got to start throwing it out there when you can. <laughs> just get on the PA at Walmart or something. Just <laughs> <laughs> Answer the phone to those cold callers that are ringing up. The lich just. <laughs> oh, you need to be answering all phone calls as Amorax from oh, now yeah, on. That, needs uh, yeah. that is 100%. amazing. Unless you know, for example, Example that it's some asshole is calling some debt collector type th situation got the wrong number then you need to do the butcher yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> but into the lich side of things how did we get into that like i know how you ended up with dead house but like how did you like okay you're doing this character go like what was the direction like how did you feel to it what way did you see it give us your perspective um so when I, I've known George for a good bit, um, and we've worked together before, even just for fun. Um, and he sent out a casting call and he was, um, looking for something mm -hmm. close to the Lich from Adventure Time, Ron Perlman. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, I knew exactly what to do. <laughs> um, I, I love Adventure Time. Um, and so with with the lich though um in adventure time ron perlman has this very steady pace and uh i wanted to incorporate that with amorax very careful pronunciations um not much lip movement because he doesn't really have any <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <laughs> it was um very that that was the big direction i think was the lich from adventure time and it's just a testament to ron perlman's talents like <laughs> he just fall <laughs> you are alone child <sighs> there is only darkness for you 
and only death for your people. These ancients are just the beginning. I will command a great and terrible army. And we will sail to a billion worlds. We will sail until every light has been extinguished. You are strong, child. But I am beyond strength. I am the end. Really Dude, set the that's bar. a good beat. You, you hit it out of the park. Because the way, not only did the way, because like I've gotten to read these things before they ever become like into like into the voice acting sphere and everyone gets to tinker with it and put their flavor on it and all like that. I couldn't really get it envision what the lich would sound like in my yeah. ears. The minute, Joey, I heard you say that, like, bang. That's his, like, that's the Lich. That's Amarax. That's how they sound now. This is it. Like, there was yeah. already no, there was no, like, predefined barometer of what a Lich should sound. It's like, it's like, right. I wonder how this is going to sound. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's the voice. Exactly. I, I do that with a lot of my roles. Like, mm. it's it's hard to be like, oh, man, um, just, just. Blah, but I, I, I basically hey. are grateful for everyone because uh, get ready for questions, by the way, because we're going to open up questions in a little bit and you can ask the Lich whatever you want. Yeah, don't don't abuse him too harsh with the lore. OK, <laughs> the other I, side I, is uh, Calypso. Is yours working again? Calypso does not have audio. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't worry. These happen. Not too often okay, not like that. Maybe I can cast a spell. <laughs> Do it, Joey. It worked the last two episodes of the radio drama. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only I knew. But anyway, you were you were saying anyway. You were talking about that, and you got you like died like literally right at the very start of what you were saying. So yeah. So um, I think I was saying something about um. Yeah, yeah. I look to other performances from older movies and and stuff, radio yeah. plays and stuff, and you can always learn something. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, I did a video game. I played Krampus. I based What's his video game? Watch Over Christmas. Excellent. Nice. Yeah, Go. it's a very very good game to anybody who wants to play a Christmas game on Christmas. But anyways, I looked to. Um, David Kay uh, for inspiration, his performance of Mysterio in, uh, I think it was Shattered Dimensions. I think ah, that's the yeah. one. The tablet of order and chaos. Selling you on the black market is going to make me a mint. Good, you can use a mint. Your allies are plotting your rescue. My new informers are proving to be effective. How did you think I managed to get you this year? And he had this like <laughs> type laugh and haughtiness to his voice. So I, I wanted to incorporate that, but I like to do that because like there's always something you can put a spin on. And um, I think, yeah. That's what I like to do a lot of times, take some inspiration. <laughs> That's amazing, though, because, like, I, like, I've been looking through your stuff over the last, like, since I've known you've been coming on, because we had to wait till over the Christmas period and all like that, because <laughs> this would have been the last episode of last year, but due to timing and the Christmas period is a disaster, right. we didn't even bother trying to get Joey on because we had to go <laughs> early. 
So we knew we were going to have Joey on this year. Since that time, I've been like looking into like a lot of Joey's background and dang, everything is done. You've nailed it out of the park. But uh, I look forward to seeing what the rest of everyone else gets to see for your performance in Deadhouse because I think they've all been blown away so far, especially with your pronunciation and <laughs> very much the pronunciation of all the different uh, houses and oh, yeah. elder beings and whatnot for that because uh, most of them can't even say it i know i have difficulty and have to double check everything there's right. jane there saying yeah it's been amazing so far <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah yeah that's not even spelt correctly mortis that's how bad it is to try to get that but you say i, if you I gotta <laughs> i gotta give credit to the the direction and the they were really helping me through the pronunciation because i i tell you i when i was reading the script i was doing like this and then i was like uh what's this <laughs> immediately cut the character there and <laughs> said the what <laughs> that's always that's always i just completely break characters like, what now but uh, no, that's a big shout out to George and to Jack and Felipe because the guys oh, behind yeah. the scenes work wonders. Uh, always, so especially great. like Felipe and Jack, the unsung heroes behind the scenes because you rarely ever will get to see them or hear from them. But they put in so much work to make everything. Can you pronounce that, Joey? Because I'm not even going to pronounce. I'm not going to get that wrong live on air. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> uh, pronounce what? In the chat here on the side. We have uh, the name of Tilakwitlex. <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> testing, testing. Tilakwitlex. There we go. Hey, Lipso back. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. Gosh, sorry guys. I don't know what's going on with. I don't know what's going on. It's gremlins. Um, it's always gremlins. Yeah, it's, it's got the gremlins. It's the computer gremlins. I want to try that pronunciation. Tilakwitlex, probably. <laughs> Clacket Lex. I that's my <laughs> best shot. I it's wrote that down it. when when I was re-reviewing the uh the lore for our next episode. Um I wrote down all of the planets or the, the names and um and the the just the general pronunciations of how at least I think they sounded. Um <laughs> now where where is it? Here I can cheat. Okay. I can ask George and Dennis. Yes, we could ask George and Dennis, but that's not fun. So, so we have a Prodigium, Thon, um, Imperium, and then we have the the Uwu planet. Oh, don't Woru. Make that. Stop making things. Well, yeah, stop yeah. Making well, it's, it's, it's actually Woro. Woro. Thank yeah, you, Joey. Thank you. Can you say that once more, <laughs> loud and clear, into the microphone so everyone can hear it? Woro. <laughs> there we go. Awesome, I don't dude. want to hear that because I know that's so memeable that it'll catch on. Um, and <laughs> wrong have, name, uh, you know, Dead House, and then the the, the last. See, I wrote that down to to clack Maka. I wrote that down. <laughs> I heard it in my brain. I heard it as Clockwood Lex. Clockwood Lex. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> I yeah, I can't even. It's to lock with Lex. That that I'm makes sure, sense. I'm pretty sure Dennis just you know scrambled on the typewriter, just and then there's your planet. That's this is when you need to start understanding about Latin and how it doesn't make sense when it's spoken out loud. Yeah. 
It's, uh, I could take a look at writing it out in IPA, but like the last time I did linguistic translation was three years ago. Don't even bother because this won't be in linguistics. This is from the minds of Jack and Dennis. Dennis particularly coming up in that and a few others that I, I won't be naming publicly. But yeah, there is a form for it. It will not make sense by standard language rules specifically for that. For anyone that's a, a fan of Dennis's previous works of Blood Omen or Eternal Darkness, he has his own direction and his own universes that go like that. You're not going to get it correct. So just roll with it. <laughs> you know, at least, at least uh, in Eternal Darkness, we have the pronunciations set out loud yeah. for us when we're casting spells, which is great. And now, which O, you have them. Now Dead we House. have them with Deadhouse. And you'll be getting yes. a lot more education on that too, which we're not allowed to talk about yet, but yes. My Lich favorite is part... very forthcoming with the information, unlike the ghoul who likes to keep his mouth shut, except when he's very forthcoming with knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, 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 because of a trade, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything price. costs. It all yeah. comes at a cost. You are going to say, oh, yeah. Calypso, sorry? I was going to say uh, my favorite part about any of the upcoming Deadhouse stuff is NDA and Redacted and... You know. <laughs> That's no, why George yeah. has the best excuse for that. He just goes, I don't remember. Yeah. I have oh, no yeah. idea. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> five five hey. minutes and I forget everything. I don't remember either. I, I can only talk about what's out. <laughs> yeah. They don't, uh, they don't tell you, me anything. On to the other side of that, Joey. Are you much of a gamer yourself, personally? Uh, not by other gamer standards. No, <laughs> I, pers personally, no, you, you don't I, be judged by any other gamer standards. Like, do you get, play like, games as a hobby, or do you not have time? Yeah. I I I like to play them when I am not working. I like to, but it's not like I'm on like Call of Duty or anything like that. Like, I like to play puzzle games. Like, I like Telltale games, like story driven games. Love those. Yeah, criminal. We're not getting more of that. Yeah, I always okay. really love those Telltale games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Very narrative driven. It's like just another world to just hop into, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's. To, I love that. My favorite part of that is, and that started years ago because uh, I'm deceptively old, like a lich. I'm a lot older. Hey. Than <laughs> deceptively old, but uh, this started with like the old point and click games that you would have had on PC, yeah. and also, and that led into the likes of the Telltale games, where you've narrated games, where it's basically you get to play a movie. Yeah, yeah, you know? pretty much. That's, that's the good I'll joy. Of I want to replug uh, Watch Over Christmas again. It is one of those point and click games. It's just like Pajama Sam, like Freddy Fish. Oh, yeah. Just Pajama like Sam them. is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Freddy I Fish know, is right? the best. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What's it called? Over, oh, it's not Overwatch Christmas. It's Watch, Watch Over Christmas. Watch Over Christmas, yeah. All right. It's a very Calypso, big Christmas. In the edit, Calypso is going to find to give a show over for that at this. Yeah. yeah. Don't <laughs> worry, guys. Fun. I got I got all the, I got everything fixed in post. Don't worry. Don't worry. And uh, yeah, no, it's everything like that. I think um, gets forgotten by the wayside. And then when it resurfaces, people realize, oh, wait, I enjoyed these because these are really fun. That's how Telltale took off. Even the Dark Pictures anthologies. I don't know if you've played any of those. It was, uh, Turning you know, those it started, into a movie, by the way. Yeah, it started with Until Dawn. And then they made the Dark Pictures with like Man of Medan and stuff. So when you look at it, Joey, they look like, uh, like Resident Evil or something. But it's actually oh, just okay. an interactive movie. 
Oh, it cool. is literally just an interactive movie. There's like the gameplay elements. They try to like ham it up that, oh, you could do it. No, you just like walk from A to B and like, or pick door A or B. And then like a whole, it goes into a movie. It's an interactive movie. And then you make right. dialogue choices. And the cool part to that is because they're horror movies, it's literally the way you'd want every horror movie to go. Everyone can survive. No one can survive. Right. Everything in between, you know. It's up to you. Yeah. Walking Dead Telltale was very, very yeah. good about that. Oh, yeah. That was, so, oh, that was so amazing. good. Those were so good. I loved, yeah. uh, I really love Wolf Among Us. I thought that was, yes. That was I love that game. That was so good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm such a basic B. My favorite one out of those, like The Walking Dead was amazing, but I love the Batman one. Just Same. Just get to play I love the Batman. Yeah. I get to Telltale be in the Batman, Batman comic. Yeah. 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 That's the best part. You get to be Batman. That's that's how you make a good Batman game. <laughs> that's the thing, because like, don't get me wrong. My favorites are like the Arkham games and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's very action oriented. But those there's something that hit different with the Telltale games because it's like in the Arkham games, it's an action game where you are Batman. But with the Telltale games, it it went back to the old comic books. So it felt mm -hmm. like I was playing the old comic book stories and all like that. And they didn't have to, because they're mature games, they don't have to pull their punches when it comes to like some of the nastier, grittier sides, to, you know? Right. It's incredible being able to get to experience that. Yeah, you were also either directly responsible or not directly responsible for the creation of other characters. Yes! <laughs> yes That's that the best cool. part about those games. Like, I yeah. love... We were talking about Batman earlier um, before mm. this stream, me and Mike, and... Um, just how like long-winded batman has sort of become i guess like how you know i love the the pat i thought the pattinson batman movie was great but it's a three hour long batman movie you know yeah. and you yeah. can only deal with it could have ended so halfway through yeah it could have ended halfway <laughs> this this should have been an email you know what i mean yeah. like, <laughs> like i watched I, it twice oh yeah mm. yeah and uh i think those oh those i ended up picking movies. up on dvd but yeah, wow, yeah it's those long. are those are it, it gets great long. movies but I like Batman, and me, me and Mike both agree. Like, I like Batman as a as a TV series bad guy of the week. You know, yeah. that's why that's what the old comics were. Um, that's like what the best Batman cartoons and TV series and stuff have been. Just villain of the week. If there's an overarching plot episode, it's like two or three episodes tops, and that's it. Right. And then it goes back to Batman or the bad guy of the week. That's what I brought up. I feel I, that I was that they should do with the games yeah. is just do a bad guy of the week style. Yeah. yeah. And I was saying they they dropped the ball on that one in that old TV show Gotham. I say old, it's only a few years old, but like Gotham where it went through and like at the payoff at the very end you got to see him as Batman. It's like how did they not continue this and just do like Batman year one? Yeah. You know, I've, I'm so back and forth with that show. I love it. I, I, I overall like it. I like watching yeah. it. It's a good watch. It's entertaining. I'm upset about certain, like, directions they, they took with characters. Some got, like, underplayed and, like... Very much. Like, very why, much. Just Why couldn't you just say he was the Joker? He might as well have been. Yeah. Uh, right issues. We were also talking yeah. about that as well. <laughs> right. Right issues. Yeah, it was all just like, oh. And then we had Kid Batman, and that was a little... Uh, but then you had awesome stuff like Scarecrow, Mad Hatter, uh, you know, uh, uh, J Jerome's like performance. That was like awesome. Yeah. And the whole story, like when he wiped the make off off Jeremiah, when he wiped the make off yeah. off his face, a Jack Nicholson reference. That was so cool. 
that, <laughs> that was done. That they do some they've good done stuff that, that totally show. for fan service, and I'm all for that because like you're not need you don't need to win new fans with things like Batman. If you're doing like Batman, you're doing Spider Man, you're doing like established tentpole IPs. You don't need to win new people. They're going to come along. There's literally decades of material to bring them along. Yeah. Give the fans a reason to remember why they loved it. Why I'll tell you. I loved Echo in that show. Um, mm. uh, the pseudo Harley Quinn. That was the mm. coolest take on Harley Quinn I've seen to date, personally, because she was so creepy. She was actually terrifying. And she had that horrifying baby mask or whatever over, like, when she, like, found Gordon. That mm. was, like, oh, man, they actually made her creepy this time. It's like, it's yeah, I get it. If she's hot, she's hot. But, you know, I like the creepy angle. People you know. lost that, Joey. You see, they forget Harley was actually meant to be a psychopath. Right. Like Hollywood <laughs> took this, oh, it's the hot, crazy chick. No, like dial down the hot a little. Crazy. This is mm -hmm. the point. Like you, when you see Harley come into a room, if, if you're like Arkham Asylum or any of those games, and Harley comes into the room, you shouldn't be like, oh my God, this weirdo. You should be like, uh oh. Yeah. Like, like you should worry. Yeah, you exactly. And that's what I felt with Echo and Gotham. Like, man. And they did, like, a lot of the, the romance stuff between Joker and Harley very well in that show. Like, while they were in the mines and they were dancing together, talking about killing people, I was like, that's so them. <laughs> that, that's probably the best portrayal of them there has been in quite a long time, you know? I think so. <laughs> Which goes on to... Because, like... Go ahead, Calypso. There was the problem. The problem is with uh, the well. It's not the DCU anymore because that's that's gone now. But what they've been trying to do for like the past ten years of establish Harley Quinn as a as a live action character, and you know we have twelve Jokers now and everything else like that. It's like they they got to hit the masses, right? You have to hit the the public, the general public who doesn't know Jack about any of that. But I don't think they should, you know. Yep. Like the the Pattinson Batman film is fine because everybody knows, you know, the Riddler and stuff like that. But the way that they did it wasn't typical Riddler. Yeah. Like it was very adult. You know, it was very it was adult. very inspired. I'm surprised it wasn't an R-rated movie. Yeah. It was like they need to do that with everything. Like this is Batman is a dark like he watched his parents die in front of him. That's a dark stuff, man. Yeah. Batman is rated R, fundamentally rated R. People I don't like the no kill rule. The no kill rule in Batman is the dumbest thing to me. I get why they did it, but it's stupid in my opinion, because if you go back and you read or even just skim the original Batman comics from like the forties, he's, he has two guns and he's killing people. He hung a guy from you that know? plane. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll be honest though. Like I think if you're going to get, do the no kill rule, um, there needs to be a reason for it. And we need to see, like, well, why does it just have this rule all of a sudden? Like, I think the story needs to be good. It's like, but I think a lot of people, you know, saw, like, the Snyder first attempted to do that story, but we saw him killing people in one movie, and then in another, we saw him doing other measures, but it just wasn't <laughs> talked about. And it was like, well, maybe we could talk about it, you know, be like, Give, give some reason to it, I think, because I think it can work character development, right? But it has to develop from something. Yeah, absolutely. 
Right. Absolutely. You just can't wing it, wing it on there. You know, like, like even I'll even take an exposition dump of I can't do this. I can't kill people because then I'd be worse than them. But then right. you have the Joker who just slaughtered an entire family and like, you know, kills uh, Jason Todd one thousand times over. Really, you're not gonna. You're really. You know? Yeah. The you whole see, Barbara you Gordon only, thing that you can you only know? do that in a way you have to establish who your Batman is from the start. Which again, this goes back to even the characters. Like when you're coming up with characters, you need to start at the beginning and go, which Batman is this? If you're going the route of Batman where he was literally trained by the like Raja Ghul, the, the the Order of Shadows, and all like that, he's a killer. Like, he's literally trained and made as a killer. He might choose not to kill some people, but that's what he is. If you're going the other one of, like, he's just rich, like, DC Tony Stark, where he's just really intelligent and he trained himself with Alfred and all like that, you can see, okay, maybe he isn't the killer, but then, like you said, you have to show why. You know, mm -hmm. he doesn't want people to feel the pain he felt, yada, yada. You need to weave this into the narrative. You can't do like what you described as like one movie. You're like, we'll blow shit up and people might die. And then the other one's like, you need to kind of weave around that and decide what yeah. way you're going to go. This is more yeah. if I kill the Joker, I'm no better than him. Exactly. But explain it. I like the yeah. uh, the other side that were the Joker. The Joker's just constantly trying to push you. Going, do it. Do it. Do yeah, it. I'm going to make exactly. you break the rules. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And I think if Batman was just like, well, that's what he wants. That's what people like this want. They want more people like this. So the, yeah. the thing is to stand against that. And it's like, oh, well, if you could just say that, I think, I think people, I think filmmakers underestimate general audiences sometimes. Very much so. With their uh, understanding of concepts and they play it too safe sometimes, I think. Agreed. I think they explain too much. They don't, like they years ago, you could have a movie and let the audience interpret it the way they want. They might be right, they might be wrong, but that's for them. They're to enjoy it and all like that. No, we must explain A, B, and C in a very easy to digest and understand fashion. It's like you, you lose a lot of nuance and artistry there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. If you start yeah. just listing things off rather than just showing them, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It yeah. It's, what the show show don't tell is the rule, people. Like yeah. yep. That's one of Dennis's uh, favorite ones inside in Dead House is the show don't tell, which has led to incredible discussion in the Discord over the last while. Uh, even up 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 until the release of this episode, uh, we've had lots of lore discussion with the guys where they were talking about all the various how the world works, what the houses are, what are the awakened, yada yada yada, and then Joey with with for years literal years and then joey with you coming along and literally like giving the exposition to end all expositions to end, explain this whole thing it somehow got worse <laughs> there's oh, even yeah, dude, more the, discussion it, it, just the, 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 it looks like you know that that meme of the dude with the wall and all the threads of the strings yeah, yeah. And, and everything That's it's, from, it's, uh, it's always sunny <laughs> Uh, that's our very own Varric. We're going to have Varric on one of the episodes now in the coming weeks yeah. to get it and explain <laughs> the lore. Because uh, I, I can't do that. I'll need to keep me up about this. But uh, to explain on the community basis of what we were going, did they explain the lore to you, Joey? Yeah. How uh, much do you like? 
how in tune or in depth or, or you, you don't just need to spill anything give it or so they weren't like all right you we're gonna we're gonna start a class today and we're gonna walk <laughs> through the whole lore so that it wasn't anything like that i got a brief summary like okay this is george is playing alaric and he's like not super alive right now and yada yada, yada. <laughs> and you're playing a lich and you know what you auditioned for and so but i'll tell you it um i i tried to go back and listen to as many episodes as i could and i'm still kind of going back theatering back and forth there's a lot of them, Joey. Yeah. I wouldn't blame you that. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, um, I'm i not super fluent in the knowledge of the universe, but I know some bits, like uh, a little bit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to be like, oh, yeah, this, 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 and this. So <laughs> don't worry. No one would expect it because, like, yeah. there is a lot. Even yeah. for the lore keepers of the game, people need to double check uh, databases and uh, stuff and all like that, because there is quite a lot to bite off in this. I'm just still horribly impressed at your pronunciation with those last ones, because even listening to it before it went live, I was yeah, like, dude, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I, don't even know if, I don't even know if I could get that. Like, was that one take? Go on. No. I knew yeah. there's no way I would never have been able to yeah, give no, all of no that way. in the one go. No, like, <laughs> I mean, more power to you if you could. But I'll on. tell you the way we human the way we recorded it. You know, it was very like I was listening to George do his stuff, and then I was interacting with him with my lines, and we were talking back and forth. Um, so it was very we were together uh, recording, mm -hmm. and um, but no, like if like there was like I was, I was saying earlier, I was uh. Getting, I was talking in this voice, reading the script, and then I hit a word. I was like, "Um, what's this?" <laughs> and it's fine. Like, yeah, fine. And then we get the, he, they give me the pronunciation, and then I roll through until the next one I need help with. So <laughs> I look forward to that. Like you're going to be doing this. It's not really spoilers to anyone that like you're going to be in more of these. You're going, to be, you're going to be around for a, a good while because like it's you're now amorax you are not the lich anymore you were amorax um, yeah you have a name yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy. that's how you know you're sticking around and yeah. um that will be many people's introduction to the game and lore I, yeah exactly i think i think that's gonna be really cool uh, i hope i hope he uh I hope if he, if when they if or when they do the game, I hope he comes back. <laughs> that would be really I'm cool. Hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Oh yeah, you'll be an NPC for if sure. Yeah. Mortis going. We have the Necro Liberitas open during every discussion. I swear there is as much argument over that as there is the Bible about interpretations of what did this I mean, person the Bible, what dude. did this <laughs> person mean? What did they mean by that? How does this go? What does this translate into? Because even just the descriptions of the awakened for a while. Are you familiar with the awakened, Joey? Sort of. So they're like the dream house. So they're right. kind of intangible. Mm -hmm. So they possess people through their dreams. Yeah. That description alone 
has caused an innumerable amount, literally four days. I counted four days worth of discussion of people constantly back and forth. And even when I go to sleep and wake up and I see the guys in the Discord still discussing it, it's like, it. I think the guys have hit onto something with the way the lore is done for this game. Dennis had done it with Blood Omen. Dennis done it again with Eternal Darkness. I think they've done it again with this game that the story, and right now it's just world building, but the story of this game is definitely getting to people in like a positive way, like that it's something that they enjoy that's missing. There is no stories. There is lots of grim, dark stuff, but this is hitting all the right flags for quite a lot of people to enjoy. And it's an honor, sir, to have you among that. Oh, like you. you you give an incredible representation to what's going to be going forward with this because now like they can't have another lich you just can't you're they, they, you're you're it now <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure there's there's other liches out there that we could hear from but I uh, there are half of them are in the discord telling me i'm wrong most of the days you were in lust from beyond oh yeah <laughs> do you remember that i'm waiting for him to get there. so so Lust from Beyond, for anybody who doesn't know, is basically Call of Cthulhu, but horny. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it's it's like a, a score. Uh, it's literally that. That's like the easiest description. So it's a puzzle, uh, first person shooter horror game kind of. It's like it's like it's Lovecraft meets Geiger. Yeah, it's like Amnesia. I knew Jada would um, end up being interested in that. And yeah, it's 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 a fun it's a fun game, but you get they have an M version now for anybody who wants to play censored. Yeah. So you don't get to see all the adult things. But I play. Yeah, uh, that's just that's interesting. I play Christopher Moon, or he's got a he's got an interesting story. Okay, so his real name's Barry Simmons. Okay, and then all right, they, his cult name I guess is Christopher Moon. Um, so that's why he's called Christopher. And in, in the game, if you go to Bleakmore. Uh, you'll find missing posters for Christopher, and he goes missing. I don't know if they did this on purpose. I actually asked the developers on a live stream, and I don't think they did it on purpose. But they they had Christopher go missing on my birthday, like not the year I was born, but on March thirteenth. Yeah, and I was like, that's "Oh, cool. that's wild, dude!" Yeah, that was that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> They probably did it on purpose. <laughs> they did it. Probably. probably. That, now that you've said that out loud, there will be something on the 13th of the third month in Deadhouse now. Now that you've said that, because they we'll love see. those numbers. They love we'll those numbers. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah, 3, 3, 3, <laughs> uh, 13, 13, 13, you know, magic numbers oh, or something. There you go. Uh, Mortis, Thercon, and No Way Joey and I have the same birthday. There you go. Morris, hey. if you weren't team lich, you've a better reason now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Convert. Convert. <laughs> Three thirteen. Oh wow. Everyone's you're a child, Mortis. <laughs> happy you think he's uh, a child? happy birthday so in two months. Now you know how I feel when all of you start talking about what video games you played growing up. And uh, I yeah, no. an old I Commodore sixty four and a two eight six. Hey. <laughs> I love posts on Twitter. I love posts on Twitter. It's like post a game, um, post a, a game that came out when you were twelve or fifteen or yeah, something. Yeah, I refuse right? to do. Oh no, yeah. Um, and uh, and someone posted The Witcher three, and I am just in shock. Like, 
That makes you like you're like ten years old now. <laughs> <laughs> five. See, that's the other ones. It's like you know what I think ten years ago was, and it shows like Oblivion. It's like what actually ten years was, and it has Elder Scrolls Online. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Wait, he should go through your uh, IMDb, and he hasn't gotten to that point yet. So I'm going to say it just because I know there's some people that mightn't or may not be in the chat right now because it's mostly of our dead house family but people that'll watch this later on you were also in my time at Sandrock. oh yeah yeah my time at Sandrock. i play fang's dad uh talon he's uh you can it's the only way you can get to my character is if you marry fang and just go that route uh and then you get like an, an event with talon and Talon is a bit of like a mafia guy. He's very rich and he thinks he can solve all of his problems with money. And that's... <laughs> but then he gets humbled, goes through a heartwarming story with Fang, and it's it's very nice. That's really cool because I know yeah. I'm not going to be saying anyone because I know a few of them. Some for some weird reason, I have a lot of people that are actually like shy about sharing what games they like because they think people will judge. They're like games are games. You enjoy what you enjoy, right? I yeah. have no I have no shame on anyone whether they play Pokemon, Hunt if Showdown, or anything in between. If you're judging but, somebody for the games they play, you don't deserve to speak about games. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. But there is quite a few people I know that are actually massive fans of my time at Sandrock. That's why yeah, I wanted yeah. to make sure to mention that because that's actually fairly large. A lot larger than people would. Everybody, right? fans of my time at Sandrock, Mary Fang, so you can get to talent. <laughs> yeah. so you can hear my butchered voice. There you go. Do it. Uh, yeah, Jaina wants to put it out there. It's like, I'm waiting for the time when I forget to congratulate Mike referring to me on my birthday because we share a birthday, which hey. is ironically a day after Dennis's, not to be giving out information. And Dragon Fable, yeah, crappy 2006 Flash game, which Jaina streamed nonstop for years. Flash is dead, though. So no, they have, a, they have a weird version of it now where you can play it without needing the Flash player, so you can oh, download it. Okay, good. The you first know game... game... Go on, Joy. I was gonna say, you guys talking about old games. I was, I, I remember playing uh, the first. It, it wasn't even called Soul Calibur. It was before it was called Calibur. It was called Soul Blade. Yes. It, yeah. Yes. I remember playing. Like I just remember like quoting the announcer. Um, the grueling battle was won by Cervantes. You win. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. That always felt like a time before they had actual English-speaking voice actors, because that was, was... <laughs> there was such a charm to it, though. You know, like it sounded love... robotic, but almost oh, that yeah. the person reading out the announcements was in disbelief of what they were reading. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, the world stage is set for the battle of history. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> The warrior of doom brandishes his axe and gives his war cry, Cassandra. If the love for her family is power, then no one is stronger. Love, I still think like people can, you know, Mortal Kombat and Tekken all you want, right? But Soul Calibur will still have the best intros. You know? Oh, easily. Or uh, or a virtual fighter was one of my go-to's back. In I will the day. say I'm a Mortal Kombat guy. Yes, yes. 
I Love even have a little them. arcade machine sitting here. I had to buy one of those arcade one-up ones because I think I have two arcade one-up machines. I have a Mortal Kombat one and a Ninja Turtles one purely because oh. they are what I spent the most amount of money on my childhood on pumping friggin' 20 pence pieces. Into <laughs> back in the day. That's a quarter for you guys. Right. That's a, like, like I can't even count how much. That's what that yeah. is. <laughs> Man, I, you know, talk about lore. <laughs> I don't know Dead House as much, but Mortal Kombat? I could talk to you about some Mortal Kombat. <laughs> okay, but first off, favorite character? Cabal. Nice. So right Actually, right Cabal, because I want to play him. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, also because I like, I have indigenous heritage, and there's like a, there's a, theory that he's from the matoka but he abandoned uh the nation because because of some lines he has with night uh i'm sorry i'm blanking night on wolf, yeah. night wolf yeah, night, yeah. Night wolf, night wolf. Right? i was about to say nighthawk and i was like that's another that's another series uh <laughs> but night wolf uh because just some of their dialogue kind of suggests it but my other favorite that's is really johnny cool. cage Johnny, Johnny Cage. Well, every everyone loves Johnny. You gotta love. Johnny, Johnny I'm a Johnny Cage classic. man. Johnny Cage. <laughs> That's like, really he, cool though, because like yeah. even when they first introduced Cabal, like they always seen he was native. They always had that from the start, right? I, I, it wasn't ever really. It was very ambiguous. A lot of them were ambiguous from the start because oh, back yeah. then they didn't have. They they really only had a few people that were big enough to look the part. <laughs> yeah. So. Some people yeah. were doing double time, but I can't remember. But I always had interpreted him as being Native American. I, I, I always had to. Yeah, was my head canon. Yeah, me too. Like it's kind of a, a go to thing, yeah. you know, not to base someone off visuals or whatever, but yeah, kind it's, of. It's, it's I mean, like he's got the, the like, necklace. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I always went like that. Uh, the lore with those definitely, Joey. I take it you've gone through the more recent Mortal Kombat and Nether Realms ones. Oh, I've all the whole timeline, even the the first timeline to the MK9 timeline, and I watched through MK1. This is something that I have done. It's been a tradition of mine. Most people don't know. Uh, I will show you with a few people in Apocalypse because I'll, I'll tell you later because I don't want to be doxing anyone publicly. But there's a good few more real hardcore Mortal Kombat fans. Uh, there as well so maybe an easter egg or two somewhere down the line but uh my tradition is and some of them share it when a new mortal Kombat game comes out because we always have like that really long story mode those days are booked off yeah and just, just sit down go through the entire story it doesn't matter mm -hmm. how long it takes it needs to be done in one sitting because it's like it's it's the grown-up male equivalent of a telenovela at this point <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah dude yes and like, <laughs> even if you don't want to play like if yeah. you want to look up a playthrough on youtube it's like a movie yeah it's a movie it's like oh we, we haven't had any mortal combat movies yes we have yes we have loads <laughs> well now we have the live they're, action ones. they're ab they're absolutely incredible the way they've got with stories like people don't like oh well i didn't like this well you don't have to like it we're going on the journey this is mm -hmm. a journey we're going we're going on a trip let the guys do what they're doing at they've this not point, let us down before at this point if somebody dies you'd be like oh maybe next timeline <laughs> <laughs> especially the way it ties it up yeah. in 11. one of yeah, my yeah. favorites from day one and the fact that you're going to know before I even get to say it, but the description, I'm so delighted he got a lot of love in the newest game. Mortal Kombat 1 was Reptile. 
Yes. Oh, he got a complete, size off. Yeah, size off. He got a complete, like, before he had a background. They, at, he was in Mortal Kombat 1 as a hidden character. Then he yeah. got brought in as a character. Later on, they gave him a background. But this time, it feels like they gave him a story. The most dialogue he's had before was in MKX. Mm -hmm. uh, and after that, he was, okay, he's in the crypt. Uh, <laughs> but now, yeah, I loved how they talked about why he looks human. Yeah. And he goes between. Oh, gosh. The, the new Mortal Kombat movie didn't even do that. I was I, I felt so wrong because I really wanted to like the movie because I love the original. Armageddon was terrible. But the original movie was like, this is how you do a fighting game movie. Like this is this yeah. is it. Like whether you like it or not, this is it. Like just have the fighting tournament and some of the stuff around it. We don't need all yeah. these crazy stories. They do the new movie. I'm like, not a big fan, but let's see where they go. I trust them. Let's go with it. And then I seen Reptile showed the thing. It's like, they done my boy dirty. What they killed it. They killed him right then, and I wish they, I wish they had at least, you know, at least made Shujinko instead of Cole Young because yeah. he's literally the character that goes around and meets. The other yeah, characters. I like, thought we were gonna, like, we were gonna find out like that's actually an alternate timeline Shujinko or something. You know, we were gonna, we were gonna. That's probably that. what they'll do. No, they're really <laughs> determined on having like Cole as the player. But then he went a bit cheesy yeah, with it. Stupid. It was kind of, uh, I want you guys to do well. What are you doing? I also wish they made Jax the main character of that first yes. movie because I was way more interested in what was happening with him. Yes. Yeah, it's like, and then Cole kills Goro in a trailer that, park. That, that, yeah, another one done dirty. Like, what the? Yeah, they, had to rush the, they had to rush the ending. They rushed Reptile immediately and they... And they rushed uh, Goro, but at least Kano got backstory and everything. <laughs> at least we got Kano, and now we're getting Johnny Cage again, only, which is cool. They're only after wrapping like, up the second one, so that should be out somewhat soon. Yeah, mm. I feel they should have just like eliminate the original character that you're trying to create for the audience because nobody cares. Your audience is Mortal Kombat fans, yeah. not regular fans. I, so what are you doing? I, and if they just purely focused on Sub-Zero and Scorpion and other stuff that was going on, like it would have been I think, 10 times I better. think honestly yeah. people are too ashamed of the games that that tanked on that weren't the fighting games like Mortal Kombat Mythologies, Special yeah. Forces. Yeah. You yeah, but those are fun. You should those have started fun. at Special Forces. Like that yeah. should have been the starting point of everything. Yeah. Like Jack, Sonya, even Johnny, the, the, you, the Black you, Dragon. You've three movies there before you even get into Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, I mean, right and then there. like your second like you can even make that one movie, your second movie, have have this this the first movie like transition to like like Scorpion and Sub Zero, and like that side of things, like with Kung Lao, Raiden, it's an opportunity there. But people just want to like vomit it all. Be like, we got all of it here first. We have to get it all out there, all at once, right away. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. so much background to that. Like, I love the what they done was when they rebooted the series and they went into Mortal Kombat, which is technically MK9, but you know, Mortal Kombat where they started again. We redone the thing. And then 
they brought through the whole story. And as the story went, we not, got nice and subtle introduction for absolutely every single character going through that uh -huh. followed into like the next one where we got like the Mortal Kombat kids, which like coming along, you know, the next generation of them and all, which was done very well. Mm -hmm. That's rarely done well in anything. The torch never gets passed to the next generation properly. It's always fumbled. This was great. I actually liked Cassie Cage. Yeah, she's such an even blend of Johnny and Sonya. <laughs> yeah. It's like you can see both of them like right there. <laughs> it's great. Like they they've done this well, and then that kind of gets lost by the wayside now, which is a it's a, such a shame that yeah. like we've got Mortal Kombat now. I don't understand why. They make some of the games difficult to access now because, like, MK9 or MK is actually difficult to get your hands on. And they yeah, think, how yeah. are these are not re released? It's like, oh, we've got the new Mortal Kombat game coming out. Hey, if you haven't played, here's the last three in a collection for like 50 bucks, you know? Right. I, that up. Yeah. For me, I try to just separate. It's like, okay, I want to know the story and then I want to play the game. Those are yeah. two separate ent entities. It's like, okay, I'm not going to be able to play the game for a while, but I can watch the story. And I, 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 yeah, I get my fix that way. I, I really like the story because even in MK1, seeing Quan Chi become how he became, like with the that ashen skin, that was that so was cool. amazing. That was, that was incredible. So cool. Yeah. And uh, ha Havoc getting mm. his face burned off. Holy crap. That I was. Their pick of characters was bizarre for this one in a good way. I like yeah. that they went and started pulling into weird directions because it's like we've reset the universe. And the funny part is, Calypso, have you seen the story? You're familiar with the story? No idea. No idea. So I'm a Mortal without, Kombat fan, but I'm not a huge without without ruining anything, right? They do a multiverse thing, but at the very end of, of it, course. they actually explain it in a way that makes sense both lore-wise to Mortal Kombat and is technically scientifically accurate. It's like an end game. Yep. It's like it was like the portals and everything. <laughs> you got what was there? There was there was like hybrid characters. There was like hmm. A gore, like, uh, no, it was, um, I, I forget, uh, like no, Sheba and Scorpion hybrid, yeah. I think. There was different uh, ones from all the different classes. So you had like mime Johnny Cage, who is a meme, yeah. but they actually made him like a genuine character. And then there was loads of other ones. There was like, um, it was like chameleon, but yeah. she was mixed with frost. And yeah. there's loads of different ones. And there's a weird thing in it as when you go through the end of the game, you're fighting like all these different characters. Depending on what character you pick, it gives you a random pool of other random characters. So theoretically, you should never actually fight the same character twice. That if, was even if like, you do loads of run throughs of it. That's really cool. I was wondering what really the cool. sell to MK1 was gonna be. And I was like, that's it. That that MCU type Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yep. It's basically uh, in every the story goes, Calypso, that in every like we're playing through Mortal Kombat in our universe, but there is also infinite number of infinite Mortal Kombats happening among infinite other alternate universes. And if you can control time and space, you can mess with those and pull people from different ones back and forth. And that's what uh who's the villain? Who's the big Chronica. bad in Mortal Kombat all the time? Well, Chronica, Chronica now. Chronica. But it's really cool the way you've got the 
you've got a weird Quan Chi Shang Tsung will they won't they bad See, guy I love Quan Chi and Shang Tsung. Are they, alliance. Alliance. Are they not? <laughs> it's like the Deadly Alliance. Yeah. All over. Yeah. Mortis, actually, I will say the story of Mortal Kombat appeals to me, just not the gameplay. I love the fact that Mortal Kombat is such an amazing concept of um because I'm bad at fighting games. We all are. That's not the point. <laughs> the Mortal Kombat was a fantastic example of we're gonna make a really cool fight game. What's the story? We'll figure that out there. Don't worry about it. Yeah. The whole point is the game needs to oh, be yeah. badass, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing. It needs to be badass. How do we make it badass? Ninjas. Yeah. And Jean-Claude Van Damme. And wizards. <laughs> like, I love the fact that we've gone full circle where they wanted to put Van Damme in the game. He said no. I don't think he said no. I think it was like an agent just said no. It never even got as far as fucking him, right? So it's like, crap. Okay, we'll just call it Johnny Cage and we'll loosely base it on him. Now Van Damme is voicing the character that was supposed to be him. Yeah, he did a special yeah, DLC made... skin or something, right? Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I just love the fact that we got you go when you see full circle go like that, that it's so big that now that now he wants to be involved. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, of course, because it's huge now. You know, it's freaking Mortal Kombat. I think they should bring him in for one of the movies. Like if they're doing Mortal Kombat two, and they're having Carl Urban be Johnny Cage, bring in John Claude as another johnny cage from another universe if that's the angle they're going for. you know oh man like, it'd be perfect it'd be so perfect it'd be so perfect yeah bring back bring back the original johnny cage from mortal kombat one like come on man yeah Lin you could also bring the one back lyndon ashby from the original movie i think that yeah from the uh tv series or whatever don't they or i think it's the, the annihilation the movie Oh yeah, that one, that one. Joey, would you play Cabal uh, if given the opportunity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, I'd love to. If anyone is watching this, send this to the Nether Realm people, please. Boo! Yes. I know you're around there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we got him right here. We have, we we have him right here, right here, who people. Would you, who would you cast then? Your perfect castings. If you were making a Mortal Kombat film, then if, if I was. For for Cabal, for both of you, who would you put in as your main characters? Who would you cast as? Oh, uh, oh, oh man, I haven't actually. That's a lot. Uh, <laughs> there was, um, you know, I I gotta be honest about the new Mortal Kombat movies they're doing. I really like the casting, like Moody oh, Moody yeah. Lin as Liu Kang. Oh yeah, I think they they nailed it. I think they nailed it. Yeah. for some of the cast. Absolutely. I wasn't big on Cabal, I'll be honest, in that movie. But I think, you know, Kung Lao, uh, Liu Kang, they were all amazing. Even Jax with the mustache, man. <laughs> Dude. So I'm going to cop out and say that movie's cast. They did good. It's just writing needs a little... Well, you know, I, I always point out because I remember online ages ago whenever Star Wars was getting all the hate for the new movies and all like that and people started attacking us. Like, look, the actors can only work with the script they're given. Like, they can't make the movie good. They can only yeah. give a good performance. You know, they, mm -hmm. they still have to do what they're told. So, like, yeah. you know, we, no shaming on the guys for the story. That's the script writer and director's problem. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's out of our hands. <laughs> 
Exactly, you know. But uh, yeah, no, I think most of the cast in that movie they hit it, they hit it out of the park really well, especially Jax, because I believed, I believed in that. Like the suspension of yeah. disbelief was God right there for Jax. I'm like, yep, there yeah. we go. I want to see oh, where yeah. we go with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but then his fatality. Of course. Oh, so is, cool. Yeah, the best actor cannot uh, save a shite story. They can save a shite character, but not a shite story. I don't know. Could they? Could a good actor save a bad? Could a good I, actor I am save going a bad to. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, work that in. In that, um, uh, it's been reported for years now that when Russell Crowe was making Gladiator, he hated everything about the script. Um, and he said something like, and I like a paraphrase of I'm the greatest actor in the world and I'm going to make this, you know, this script sound good <laughs> because he hated the script of Gladiator. Now, what did Gladiator do? It went, it won all the Oscars in the world. It got him an Oscar. It got freaking Joaquin Phoenix nominated for an Oscar. And if you actually look at the script, it's cheesy and it's arguably terrible but good actors saved that movie I think, from sounding god awful. Yeah, I think it can happen. It all depends on the performance. Hmm. Well, not all. I think it, it works in tandem because, like, oh yeah, no, I do think and, the performance is a massive weight on yeah. it. Like it, even taken back to like our most recent work, Joey, what you've done with the Lich. Yeah, done bad. That information would sound a mess. The entire exposition you had to do and it wouldn't be taken seriously right but now it is delivered as gospel because it was done in a very dry direct kind of it's it's not even the whole oh i'm telling you the secrets of the universe you should bow down it's like no you're an idiot this is this this is this and this is this do you yes. understand you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i think i think largely the writer gave that information to tell to the right character uh, you know, Amorax is probably the best yeah. engine for that information. Because I can, I can already see this. If this were in like an MCU movie, a no-nonsense character explaining the origin of the universe, but why do they know what the origin of the universe is? You know, it doesn't right. make sense. So the fact like that you have a thousand-year-old lich or more talking about the origin of the universe works that's yeah. that's the way that's that comes to another question i'll bring up in a second but um the one thing that I, that's what i enjoyed about this exactly what you're saying if this was like an mcu movie or something like that you'd have at the start of the intro to the radio plays way back when at the start it would give an explanation of everything you know this is the world of malorum and blah 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 and, and these are the planets and these are the elders no you don't need to tell everyone everything at the start just reel uh-huh. them in just get a little bit reel them in and then let it grow organically like in uh-huh. this we had no idea how the universe worked Alaric got to a point of he needs to be told because he is clearly going to be some kind of tool or vessel to enact change. So he needs to understand how is he going to find out? Is he going to learn it from a book? Bit boring. How about he's going to be sat down and told by an all powerful creature, you know, uh, basically Malorum in universe 101 is like, you thought you were fighting the undead. We were like, as they quote in the quotes from the other things, like we were never your enemy. This was never your war. You know, this is it. And Van Duk quotes him before is like, your war is very small. Whether you win or lose, it doesn't matter. Then he gets his eyes open that there's an even bigger war. And then later on, he's like, well, this is the actual thing. Literally, the universe is fighting itself. And this is mm-hmm. how all of this goes. 
then to the other part I was going to bring up is how old do you think the lich is? I'll sit here and pretend like I don't know. <laughs> 28. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, this said a thousand years. That was just my ballpark's like number. <laughs> I want to say he's he's probably seen at least he's probably in the hundred thousands. Like not saying he's one hundred thousand years old in the hundred thousands because there's a lot of numbers. Uh, <laughs> and I think he's in that area because he's you know honestly he's probably even older because uh, he's from such. Uh, if you just look at him, he's like very, he's got a headdress and all that stuff on. So probably, I, I'd say somewhere 800,000 years old minimum. I like That's the way you're good. going there. Now, Mortis puts up, there's an insufferable characters in another game I won't name, but the information is super important lore-wise. I'm glad Amrix has good writing with a good actor. Amorax is at least a thousand years old. Well, <clears throat> I won't give away too much, but I'll tell you the quotes that are given by Amorax and in the Necker. It's like to become a lich, you start with someone who's a wizard, a mage, or someone else that speaks words of power. Joey's going to start having flashbacks here, <laughs> reading this yeah. all out. He talks about if they need that. And then they want to live longer. So they extend their life and they extend their life. And then each time they extend it, it costs more to the point where all the power in the universe wouldn't grant them a single day. Okay, so we get to that point. At that point, that's a wizard that's a good few hundred years old already. So that's why they're alive. They're already maybe a thousand, maybe even 2000 years old. They get to that point. And then, as he says, they have to amend their contract with death and they die as they must. And then their souls are severed from their body and they become wedded to death. That is when they are reborn as a lich. And then from then on, as you said, there is a good few thousand years because time is now irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Time is a measurement for mortal creatures. They are no longer mortal and it's not measured. So I think you're probably right, Joey. I think you're definitely, you're a lot closer than the people who are like, oh, they must be seven, 800 years. They're like, no, start thinking in ages. Takes a little start longer thinking. than that. Yeah, stop, thinking, <laughs> stop thinking in years. Start thinking in ages. Ice age. Takes a couple generations. Age. Yeah. yeah definitely close in mind so that's that's where you're going in regards to that but i think it's going to be funny because um in dead house you're probably going to see a lot of stuff in the story where each of the classes of characters will interact differently based on their perception of time because right. to a vampire they're immortal but they still function like a human they still eat like they consume blood they they were human so it's going to take a long time to forget I think a lot of liches have forgotten even what humanity is and what human mm -hmm. is. They've been a lich that long. And when you think then, once they've graduated to being over a thousand or two thousand years old, they've been a lich longer than they were ever a human. Right. At some point, the human empathy fades. Like I love some of the quotes of the story. It's like, it's like, no, I was a good person. Yes. And you never sacrificed to get your goals. No. And it's like, oh, I wouldn't hire anyone. It's like your servants would beg to differ. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, that, that brings something interesting up, though, because there is one point where Amorax is talking to uh, Alaric, and Alaric's in mist form, and he's like, mm-hmm. how do I get out of this? And there's a, there's a note of, like, uh, just a hair of a note of frustration. He's like... A breathless sigh echoed from my thoughts. <sighs> what triggered the transformation? The fall from the gates. Just, just, that, just yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. I, I thought that's one of my my best favorite parts about the that episode. Yeah, is that um that just he's he's just frustrated. Yeah, um, and then he's kind of gleeful. He's like, oh no. And then um uh, when he's like, I can help get out get you out of it. And Alaric's like, is it gonna hurt? And he's like, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will totally hurt. Yeah, <laughs> you put that across, dude. I'm telling you, it's been amazing. Like you could hear it. it his voice is meant to be very like flat and direct in his mm-hmm. delivery, but even at that, you could hear the like, I'm getting sick of your shit, Alaric. Yeah. I'm getting like I, I'm getting I'm getting pissed off with this now. It's like, can you? How have you not figured this? Out? Oh, I don't know how to do it. It's like, well, you won't the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, can you explain this to me? No. How? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I go. So, what was the other one? He said, um, Alaric says something like that. It's a war about it. the enemy. It's like, oh, these other. Uh, when he mentions like other great like uh, houses and all, it's like like humans. And uh, Amrax is just laughing. He just literally laughs in his head inside. Oh of, yeah, uh, Alaric said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there is a note when when he uh, underestimated the ghouls. Uh, so I would say try to remember that. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that bit. It's like, ghouls, they're barely sentient. They're yeah. <laughs> then Alaric's like, I found one of his weaknesses. <laughs> Never I, underestimate I, a ghoul. <laughs> I, I am shocked that hasn't become a meme because I know it will be because every episode seems to give birth to a meme. Right, first I said even the horses and all, and I can't believe like only a fool would underestimate a ghoul isn't on yeah. t-shirt yet. Like this, that's, that, <laughs> it that's will totally be meme worthy. I know Sundown or wherever he is, be laughing at that. Or there should be Check a there the should be a shirt. There should be a shirt that that just has the lich's face on it and have the word phylacteries just <laughs> right there. That'd Sorry. be class. Favorite. Do word. you know funny part, Joey? That whether by number or not i've checked most of the vocal community in the dead house discord all seems to lean lich they like the lich not or... only do they like the lich they lean as in they will be playing liches like when it comes to the game and all so they're all team lich so oh, you're okay. actually the head of now the most powerful and most vocal in the discord so be careful with that because you can easily go in and start commanding <laughs> this is you Amorax have... calling on his <laughs> army. <laughs> Amorax is here to summon the College of Liches. We have work to do. Uh oh. Yeah, that actually that's a very good description of it because there are scholars exactly. here looking at the lore. Yep. Exactly. Not much of the build a monster. Yeah, yeah, because Jane is leaning more on the team white. Yeah, I'm um, excited to see what that's gonna be in the future and where that's gonna go. Build, mm-hmm. build a monster. Well, Joey, if you had come to this game and hadn't voiced it, you'd see the interest in this. Which class would you go leaning towards? 
have you a preference on the gameplay style of what you like to play monster wise um honestly i i don't really know all the classes um in the game um so i probably we've got, yeah we've got vampire okay shouldn't need an explanation revenant big right. angry dude we've got lich which you should know by now <laughs> we've got wraith which think hellraiser ghost chains we've got ghoul which uh our ghouls are not the way ghouls are portrayed in other things so the ghouls for dead house will be more skinwalker um wendigo type of creature it'd be leaning that way more about consumption starvation and all like that you know they're more about mm. that rather than like ghoul is normally just my another word for mindless zombie our ghouls are more on the skinwalker wendigo version then we've got banshee which an otherworldly creature as is apt and we've got white did I miss any? I'm going to get called out in the comments now. Uh, I don't <laughs> if think I miss so. it. That's seven. As I'm holding up my hands, it's like, that's seven. We've got seven. The I whites are basically for... a build bear class. Oh, okay. I think I might go for a vampire if I, if I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty fair, cool. Fair. Like, I don't yeah. know if you play, do you play, have you played any Diablo at all like that? Stuff like that? I, ha I used to have a roommate that did. Um, yeah i've seen i've seen it played. okay so it's like the i it's it's dumbing it down but the classes would be like vampires are all rounder revenants like the hulk yeah. uh lich is the okay. spellcaster uh oh my god i know you just named them off and i Go forgot on. them already uh white is like stealthy ghost character i guess no 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 wraith is the most oh wraith 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 yeah yeah wraith wraith, wraith. Yeah. um Banshee. then you have uh Banshee is kind of like a sort of magical healer cleric. Maybe I'm just get assassin type. Maybe I'm guessing. We okay. don't know yet. I'm guessing. White is um your mix and match. Like you can do custom gun arms or a sword arm or something. And think uh, maybe uh, big or small. Frankenstein yeah, type of situation. Yeah. And then and uh, then ghoul, ghoul is, is angry ghoul. Yeah. Zerg rush. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think probably vampire. Weird. Always yeah. vampire, always the best way to go. <laughs> except for whenever we get so it was a pick of vampire is like when you're asked your favorite big cat and you say tiger normally. Damn you, Tem. A <laughs> <laughs> good one though. It's a good one. White four legs, white four legs, two arm cannons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah just do whatever, but don't forget they all seem to get taken out by angels pretty quickly. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, they do. Um, and I, think... I need to hear Joey that do the, doing those jokes that when you talk about like quoting from your characters or just slipping into voices and all when you see someone like they're going to step in like dog crap and the thing is like don't step in that why what is what what is it something that's not supposed to be there <laughs> yeah just like a voice from beyond like try to avoid where you're walking right now there is a present for you. <laughs> Love how easy he slips into that voice. It's yeah, dude, it's, it's golden. It's golden, dude. It's golden. <laughs> um, and I think I think that about wraps it up for today. Um, yep. But thank you for joining us. Thank uh, you so as, much as for joining us as well, we've, Joey. Yes, glad yeah. that we've had you on here. Uh, I'll fix everything in post, so don't worry about that. <laughs> that yeah, that works too. There you go. See you yeah, nice there. Easy. All right. <clears throat> Hello, fellow fans of Dead House. Follow Dead House Whispers, or else. <laughs>
cool. Thank you Excellent. so much. Dan. Thank you, sir. You're an absolute Excellent. legend. And thanks everyone for dropping in. We got a lot of people today. This restream's not showing the right numbers on here, but I have it on Twitter and on Twitch and stuff and YouTube. And we've done really well. So thanks everyone for dropping in. Yes. Thanks, everybody. And thank you. I've been Calypso, Faceless Mike, and Joey, Joey Sorless. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you all in the next episode of Dead House Whispers. Thank you. Much appreciation from us, yes, for listening to Dead House Whispers. Ah, yes. Thank you for listening to Dead House Whispers with Faceless Mike and Calypso. They're lovely people. Don't forget to like and subscribe, or I'll find you. From the creator of Legacy of Cain and Eternal Darkness, Dead House Sonata is a narrative-driven action RPG in which you take the role of the undead and fight against the living. Visit us at www.deadhousesonata.com for updates on development. That's Dead H-A-U-S Sonata dot com.